Hello and welcome to the Video Shop Podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. That's Sam. And we're going to talk about Steven Universe, Season 5. Why? Yeah. Him? We're going to... Because Sam's watched all of that. Look. Yeah. You keep taking away my the bit <laughs> I get to say at the start. <laughs> Only when you fuck up. And then Look, when you disappoint a specific, like, disappoint the audience on a requested episode. The requested episode will come next week. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's I what said we said that last two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. Yeah. And then we accidentally didn't release an episode at all last week. Accidentally. Yeah. What? I blame you. You would, but did you? Because you're in the wrong right did now. Did you remember to so record you're in an episode? in the epi- wrong every time in the past. That's how it works. Where was the message from <laughs> Cal going, by the way, Sam, we need to record an episode this week? Uh, anyway, so what are we doing instead, Sam? Uh, well, I watched Batman and Harley Quinn. Have you seen that? Yeah, I did. I watched that. <laughs> I'm literally like four episodes away from the end of Steven Universe, but it's so long, that last episode. Yeah, so, so we're doing it, it next week. Yeah. I don't like it at the moment. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Still a drink. Batman and Harley Quinn. Yeah. She's that's a steaming heap of garbage. Next movie. <laughs> Sam, I, why are you such a salty motherfucker? Why can't you just enjoy good things? Like, this was fun. Look, it might be an expectation thing, but if you'd told me, hey, this is a Batman parody, mm. I might have enjoyed it. But I'm watching this going, I'm here to see a Batman animated movie, which inherently are things like the Red Hood or Mask of the Phantasm or even Return of the Joker, which is Batman technically. Um, That's the beyond. Particularly when you've got like Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Yeah. But like like Kevin Conroy's in all the animated ones. Admittedly, the Wikipedia page does hype it up a bit. Saying that uh, they, they intended it to be a, a spiritual successor to the Batman the Animated Series. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't feel like that at all. Like, I mean, I haven't seen any of the Animated Series stuff. It so. did a little bit, but the bits that made me think of that is, geez, the animation's a bit choppy here. <laughs> yeah, there were times when it was a bit... Um, it looked cheap. It was Well, it was definitely not the style they've going they've been going for for the like this latest canon of movies. It, it was clearly meant to be a spiritual successor of the animated series. Mm, I definitely visually. saw that in it. Yeah. But I really like the animated series. And what was so good about the animated series is that it was fucking dark most of the time. Okay. Have you watched much of it? None of it. Right. Absolutely none of it. Well, That's I believe a dark you. show. Yeah. Like, it's, um... It's interesting. The episode you should watch is the one with Man Bat. Okay. I know that doesn't seem like the one you should watch. But that's that's exactly what DC does well. Like, this, it sounds really dumb. I mean, but I like this episode, and like I like this movie, and it's like Poison Ivy and Floronic Man team up to try and turn everybody into plants using the Swamp Thing formula. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it's... Fucking amazing. <laughs> How does the movie end? Spoilers for Batman and Harley Quinn if you care. I admit the ending is very disappointing. Uh, like, if it was just that Swamp Thing turns up and goes, no, and crushes them, that would have been fine too. But what the actual ending is, Swamp Thing go- comes up and is like, I don't agree with this, but do whatever you like, I guess. <laughs> and, Bye! And then he leaves... <laughs> And and what's his the the plant guy's like ha 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 I'm gonna do this and Harley Quinn goes you know what plants are made of, <laughs> Bernie things, 
Let's set him on fire. And Batman's like, holy fuck, I didn't think of that. Genius. <laughs> and then they set him on... No, no, no. Then they both... Him and Nightwing both kiss Harley Quinn. Then it cuts to credits... Then there's an after credit scene where the guy's just on fire. And just running around. It's so shit, Cal. <laughs> yes, it is. The ending is particularly bad. I'll give you that. Like, there are certain... But, like, there's that weird scene where Harley Quinn's working in a weird... It's a diner. Where she... Yeah, where... It's not a strip joint. It's a diner where every where everyone's dressed like stripper versions of the world's famous superheroes well, it's, women yeah it's cuz it's all i like it because they're doing this whole like they're they're making some of the costumes more modest and they're making them a bit more practical and stuff like that for you know because it makes more sense that's fine but then it's a sort of in universe explanation for where this idea of them comes from yeah, except it still felt gross watching. <laughs> I mean, like, because the whole point is to be like, yeah, you punch them when, when they go to pinch your ass, and then she does. Yeah, I know that's like, the idea. It's supposed to be empowering. It's not, though, Cal. <laughs> but you don't have a say on it, Sam. You're a male. You can't say what's what's empowering. That's, that's fair enough. <laughs> But I, I, if you find that empowering, fine. I just don't see how it is. No, but like, I like, I, I agree. It is a little bit creepy and weird. But the whole point of Harley Quinn is a bit creepy and weird. Yeah, but that's kind of the always been a bit of a problem with Harley Quinn as a character. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> like, so much of Harley Quinn is the journey of that and coming into your own as a person. And- yeah, my problem with this though was this particular element of the story was she kind of one of the most one of the best moments that that character has is when she moves past the Joker. Yeah, and is like that guy's a jerk. I'm done with him, mm. and then she goes and does this. I'm like, eh. Well, I think that this is supposed to be. Like, immediately after that. This is still... Well, like... Uh, well, no, because she's... She has built up a bit of a relationship with Poison Ivy, but I... Th- like, I don't know the the canon timeline for, for that. I know, I know they the basically end up this. together. Yeah, they do in a lot of versions of well, the characters. Well, because it, it, like, Harley Quinn's really weird because she's so recent. There isn't a whole lot of history to draw upon. Yeah. So I think there is only one or two comic lines where she ends up with Poison Ivy, but, like, uh, to me, this was a nice transitionary period of, like, I'm trying to go straight. I'm trying to get off the whole supervillain thing, but I'm a little bit fucked in the head, too, and I need I need help to do that and, like, to get my shit together and get out of here. I, I don't think it's that illogical for her to do this as a way of hiding in plain sight and... Yeah, I mean... <sighs> The problem is it's... Alright, here's the thing with the empowering thing, right? Mm. It is meant to be empowering, but then her explanation for why she's doing that job is that she can't get anything better. Yeah. So it's not empowering. You're doing it literally because you have to. Yeah. No, the empowering thing is purely... Well, like, because I I think that that was the intention in the sense of, like, um, that she's playing this character of um, submissive... Um, you know, I'll bring you chicken wings and you can ogle me sort of character. But then she turns it around on them and 
and actually, you know, stands up for herself when things don't go the way she wants them to go. Like, that that whole dynamic is meant to be empowering, but then to make her a realistic character, like, th- then we start exploring, like, the actual consequences of, of the things that she's done and things like that. Like, they're almost two separate things. Yeah, I guess. There's just so much weird shit in this movie. Like, it, it, th- that, like this movie is just weird and fun and dumb. It, you're not meant to take it seriously at all. Look at the poster. <laughs> yeah, and like, you wouldn't know this going in. I, I would, like, I was watching the opening theme, like, the opening credits bit. And it's, like, all Looney Tunes. It's all and Looney stuff. Tunes. I'm like, that's a bit weird. Mm. Like, I think the film is consistent all the way through with how silly you're supposed to take it. I don't think it is. I disagree. <laughs> okay. You've got that scene with... Um, that first scene with Nightwing and Harley Quinn and their fight, mm. that's all played quite straight. And then you've got the weird scene where they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what Nightwing would do. I, I mean, probably, yeah. <laughs> like, it seems in character, but then the... F- but then there's that weird bit where Batman finds them and they're tickling each other. <laughs> That's and exactly I'm, what Harley Quinn would do. <laughs> but I don't... Like, we just saw them fucking. Yeah, so? It's just... It do, You've it never doesn't... finished up and got into a tickle session? No! <laughs> well, maybe you're just missing out, Sam. Doing it wrong. <laughs> or you've never stuck your dick in crazy. Well, Harley <sighs> Quinn's crazy. Yes. Uh, look, the, like, is I, I just... I think that... The... The ending was particularly disappointing and silly. Like, th- that's the silliest thing that happens in the whole movie, including the bit where they go to the the villain sidekick bar hangout place. Yeah. There's a guy dressed in disco attire that Carly Quinn knows from, from her past and is trying to get information out of. And every and people start teasing Batman by doing the nineteen sixties like dance thing. <laughs> and to get the information she has to sing a song. And be all yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she has to like do a sexy show for him to get the to get the thing. Yeah. And like weird. I think there is a, a part of the character of Harley Quinn that is ambivalent to that whole concept. She likes when people are, are ogling her, but she... The problem yeah. is, she wasn't played to a straight Batman. The Batman... Like, I think my biggest problem is, this version of Harley Quinn would be fine if the other characters weren't all so weird. That end kiss is particularly weird. Yeah, that's where it's just... But there's that weird yeah. scene where the where the, they're in the bar and the sidekicks are all like, we're going to, you know, uh, Batman, you can't leave. And Batman, like, th- takes off his utility belt and throws it on the ground. He's like, all right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... He's ready for it. I was gonna, but, but it's not like... It, it didn't feel like Batman. I feel like Batman would go, you know I'm going to win. Let me. Like, Batman, Batman would avoid the fight if he, ha- you know, if he could. Mm. And he would just puff smoke out of there. These guys haven't actually done anything. Mm. It's not justice to beat up a bunch of people just hanging out in a bar who don't like you. We can go deep 
into how dumb Batman is as an entire concept. I I think having him go, right, I've had a bit of a shit day and fucking who are we kidding? I get a bit of a kick out of this. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna round off my night while, you know, <laughs> fisticuffs is, is totally a thing that I think Batman would do on a, on, like, if he had no reason not to. Like, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. Mm. I just think that none of this is, like, so completely far out of character that it doesn't feel like Batman anymore. No, but... Except for the kiss at the end. The kiss um, at the... Yeah, the kiss at the end is... That's all, folks! <laughs> yeah, like, literally, they do the black circle on the Harley Quinn's face. Yeah. Uh, gross. <laughs> what about the bit where they get high and go into the green... <laughs> What? Where, where Floronic Man and Poison Ivy um, get high off Swamp Thing bits and, like, use a tree as a portal to get to the swamp place. Oh, and yeah. And they're, like, high as fuck because of it. That's awesome. <laughs> and Harley Quinn farting in the car and Batman being like, it smells like discipline. It's dumb. <laughs> it was funny. Who's this movie made for, though? Me. Exactly me. I'm having a great you time. You and no one else. <laughs> Big old it. man babies. Nah, fucking tweet us if you had fun. Because, like, that that's the thing, like... Am I dead inside? Bat- yeah, I think you are. I think you are actually dead inside. We've yeah. completely swapped. <laughs> it is an interesting twist from early video shot where Cal mm. hated everything and Sam loved everything. Because mm. we have actually swapped now. Everything that we talk about lately feels like... I- I'm like, no, it was fun and sort of interesting. And you're like, yeah, Alita Battle Angel was fucking stupid. Alita Battle Angel was shit. Fucking Batman and Harley Quinn was dumb. Yes, it, it was. It's really dumb. And Steven Universe... Yes. Yes. Steven Universe is banned. Grow a fucking heart, mate. Get a soul. Jesus. Fix your shit. Jesus. I just... You look at other Batman movies. The other good Batman movies. No one is ever going to remember this movie. It brings nothing new to the table. And it... I. I didn't realise they called it a spiritual successor to the animated series, mm. but that really upsets me. <laughs> because we have had successes to the animated series that have been excellent. Mask of the Phantasm was a movie mm. sequel to the animated series. Have you seen it? No. I've seen I've seen exactly nothing All of right. any Batman animated anything besides the Justice League War Canon. Right. And... Because we should watch some of the standalone Batman animated movies. I did try to watch... I can't remember what... Is it Mask of the Phantasm that's the operatic one? Or is it Under the Red Hood that starts with... I can't remember. There's... Operatic one? I I just can't remember exactly what happens. But it starts off with this fucking Have you seen, like, Batman vs. Robin, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen all that New 52 canon stuff. Yeah. Because, like, that stuff's really good. Yeah. Like, I... Have I, I understand that's the one with the court of hours, right? Yeah, yeah. I wish they did the court. I want them to do the court of the hours in a movie. That would be cool. Anyway, Mask of the Phantasm, Return of the Joker, and have you seen Return of the Joker? No, I've seen none of them. Um, and Under the Red Hood. 
None of it. Uh, my top three Batman animated movies. And that seems to be the very basic bitch answer of... Uh, it, it is a little bit, but it's because they're so good. <laughs> Particularly Return it, of the Joker, yeah. because that is truly just a follow-up to the animated series. Because it's like, here are your char- here are your characters, the characters from the animated series mm. this year, many years on. It's mm. like, the, it's the same universe. Mm. Um, which is really nice to see, and it's a really good story. Mm. Uh, and it tells the story of the death... Like, it's just... Like, it's really good. Mm. So, I, I put um, Batman and Harley Quinn sort of more in the realms of Lego Batman. But Lego Batman's clever. This didn't feel clever. Uh, I think there was some, that there was some good the, exploration of character here. The f- only bit of this movie I liked was when Batman and Robin are in the car and they call the Justice League. It's like, nah, they're all off facing this thing. But I'm me, Booster Gold can come and help you. And it's like, no, no. Cut it out, no! <laughs> He's the worst. Yeah. Um, that was funny and seemed in character in and that moment. All Booster the Gold was somebody funny. Like, he was, a, he was a celebrity, but I can't remember who it was. Was he? Yeah, I think so. Let me have a look. Yeah, um... But yeah, like, I think that there was Bruce Tim. Yeah. That, oh, okay. Okay. He wasn't a wasn't a comedy. But yeah, he's important. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think there was an interesting, um, like, exploration of character there, where there is that moment where Batman goes, "No, you're not coming with me. You're a liability. I'm Batman. This is serious. The world's at stake. Fuck you. You're not coming." And like we like we actually see Batman be Batman, and we see him let go a bit and loosen up. We see Nightwing be Nightwing, but we also see him fuck Harley Quinn. Like we see we see him be serious, and we see him give in to his primal desires. We see Harley Quinn struggling the opposite way. We see her giving into her primal desires all the time, and coming through in the end and getting her shit together. And get- then it's done. <laughs> How does she get her shit together, though? Well, she she does ultimately end up tricking Poison Ivy and Floronic Man into thinking that she switched sides for long enough to give Batman and Robin... Uh, like for, for long enough to get... Um, I can't remember exactly how that went. but And then she ultimately turns Poison Ivy from... from her evil plan, you know, to the good guy's side. It all it doesn't work in the like it all ends up failing, but yep. Harley Quinn does see the bigger picture and do what she needs to do to get the job done. <sighs> like it, this isn't a hugely serious fucking interaction I, of characters here, but I think to say that there's nothing of value in it and it brings nothing new to the table is I think the ultimate not, problem incorrect. with this movie is hmm. that it is. It's an MA movie, right? I don't know. Like... I just downloaded it, man. <laughs> I, I don't actually know. I th- it, but it's not... Like, it's not really a movie made for kids. No, it's a... It's a four Batman fans thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's filled with shit like fart jokes. I really didn't like this portrayal of Harley Quinn, I think. Is the, what the ultimate clincher on this that I don't like? Well, see, what... what... How would you prefer her portrayed? I think I don't like Harley Quinn as a character. Yes, yeah, I think that you are. I'd like I, I, my gut reaction to the whole um, 
I don't like her working in the skimpy place, and I don't like the the tickle fight stuff with with Nightwing, and I don't like this portrayal of Harley Quinn or Harley Quinn in general. It just sort of says to me that you're just more closed off sexually as not 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 closed off sexually, closed off about talking about sexual things. You're not as open to like. What are you talking about? It, well, it just it just seems like. I think when, when when there is a character who is entirely built around their sexuality, yeah, you you don't like that. You don't resonate with that. You don't want that to like. You don't care enough about that. I think you're reading into my problem with it in the wrong way. <laughs> it's not that I don't like the 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 outward sexuality about the character. Hmm. It's just that the character was written to be really shit. But what, what shit? Like, the sexuality... Like, my problem with it was the portrayal of the... I didn't like the... Like, the the the, the diner thing was... Had a mixed kind of message, I think, in it. Like, like I said, she... They like this... You know, it's the empowering, but she wants to get a job being an actual doctor. Um, but I think that's the whole point of Harley Quinn's character. She... She really likes being used and abused by the Joker. It it gets her off. But, but the whole point is that she she's been, but that she doesn't. That's the whole point of her arc getting away from the Joker. But getting away from the the Joker is her realizing that it's not good for her. That it does more harm than good, even though she really likes it. That yeah, she maybe. she loves really. him, and that you know. But she has to get away from that because it's not doing her any good. I don't know if that if that is. I, I don't remember. Look, and that like I haven't read the comics either cuz I'm not a massive nerd. Yeah, no me either. But it's comics are for nerds. But like I think that there's evidence for that in this. She wants to do better. She likes being sexy and being Harley Quinn. And she's torn between between what to do there, but ultimately she decides I I guess I have to, in quotation marks, be sexy and be Harley Quinn because I can't be what I want to be. She could go out and work in McDonald's, but she doesn't because she likes being Harley Quinn. Sure, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's fine. I think you've connected the the she likes being Harley Quinn to the sexuality, and I don't think that's necessarily a link that exists. I. Don't see why you would be Harley Quinn if there was nothing sexual about what you liked about being Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is a sexual character. Is she? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I certainly in all the portrayals that I've seen, she has been. Which admittedly isn't a whole lot of them. It's this and Suicide Squad. Probably. Uh, there's a couple of other things, but like didn't like her very much. I like Margot Robbie's performance, but the. The portrayal in Suicide Squad was particularly bad. Uh, I don't remember enough of Suicide Squad at this point. It's not very good. Um, but, like, her whole thing of, like, you know, she wants to marry the Joker and, and settle down with him. And that that whole thing, like, being this thing of, like, she likes what's happening now and she thinks she can fix him. And... Uh, but ultimately what she really wants is a normal life with normal kids and a normal career and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But she knows that she's not going to get that with the Joker. Yeah. Which, well, at least she learns that. Yeah. And that's where I think you're off on the, 
on the uh, your analysis of the character here. I think they just wanted to have a scene in a diner where they had a bunch of sexual characters that now are not being portrayed in that way. Maybe. And I just don't think that's a good enough reason. I don't think there was a whole lot of other sexiness in this show. I don't think I don't no, think there was anything not... particularly gratuitous. Uh, that scene was quite gratuitous. But like her having sex with Nightwing, that stuff I don't mind mm. so much. Like that's all fine. Um, them dressing up in costumes to do it. That's funny. That's fine. Mm. It's the other stuff like the the farting and the she's so obnoxious. Uh, she's just so obnoxious. And yeah. that's what I think I just don't like about Yeah, I like I might I can just see... not like the character. I definitely don't like this version of the character. Well, cuz this is the first one where I've seen her be properly sort of um I guess crazy. Like this is the one where she actually flips between different types of personalities. Yeah. And and she goes from being cooperative and useful to completely unhelpful on a dime for seemingly no reason. Like, every other version of Harley Quinn I've seen is just um, either way too devoted to the Joker, like in um, in the Arkham series. Yeah. And to the detriment of her entire character, basically. Um, or... Um, or just way too I'm just a sex object like she is in Suicide Squad and the animated versions of Suicide Squad and like the other yeah like I think that this sort of walked a fine line and actually showed us a proper crazy Harley Quinn someone who actually would resonate with the Joker and and, and yeah and has something think, in common with him I think the problem stems though I don't remember much of Harley Quinn in the animated series but what I do remember of her was far more entertaining than this version. I remember one episode of one thing, I can't remember um, exactly what series it was, where she decides to try and impress the Joker by actually capturing Batman. Yeah. And so she does, and and Batman just sort of plays into it and goes, I know how this is going to go. And um, the Joker comes in and he's like, Harley, what have you done? And she's like, I finally caught him for you. Here you go. And he goes, but I wanted to do it. The whole fun is in the chase, Harley. And throws her out a window. Yeah. <laughs> and then lets Batman go and goes, I'm so sorry, Bats. I'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. There are some good, like, interactions like that. But again, like, that never showed Harley Quinn as crazy. It showed her as on the side of villainy, but yeah, never, like, mentally messed up. It just... Yeah, there's something about the interactions between her and Batman that didn't work for me, I think, as well. Like, between her and Nightwing was fine, between Nightma- Nightwing and Batman. The thing with Nightwing and Batman was weird, though. They were real buddy-buddy. Mm. Usually there's tension there. Because That's again, fine. I'm just I, comparing this to other stuff is probably the problem. Well, like other media I like more. But also there was not necessarily friction, but you could see the distinct differences between Nightwing and Batman. You can see why um, uh, Dick didn't want to become the next Batman. Yeah. And that he went off and went and did his own thing. Like you can, 
like you get enough of that history and that character interaction in this. And I don't think that that necessarily has to be a drama point every time. Yeah. It can just be something that happens in the background while there's a big master plot going on. Yeah. And I think this movie ultimately achieved a whole lot that I haven't seen before. You should watch Under the Red Hood. I'd believe you. And I probably will one day. Purely because there are elements in it, and it's not really, they're not similar movies. Yeah. But it's got the Batman Nightwing dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's got Batman working uh, working kind of with, he kind of works, uh, it's not him really working with a bad guy, but there's those kind of bad guy alliances that are kind of interesting. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of tragedy and interesting stories. And a really good dynamic between three characters Mm. in that movie um, that works really, really fucking well. Mm. Um, And the Nightwing, the version of Nightwing in that's much more succinct because it's Nightwing, Batman, where there's kind of tension. Nightwing's like, I'm the fun guy, on my own now. Batman's like, fuck you, I work alone. Mm. Um, And there's a lot of references to the larger world of Batman in that, mm. um, which works really nicely. So you should, you really should watch that. We really should do an episode on Batman animated movies. Mm. We'll do like that. Uh, we'll do that. Master of Phantasm, Return of the Joker. Maybe we'll rewatch the killing joke. Sure. Um, because this movie just misses something. There's, I can't even put my finger on it. I'd probably need to rewatch it. Mm. there's something about the character interactions. You were saying character, there's a lot of great character moments in this. I actually disagree. I, the only good character moment I thought was when Nightwing and Batman work together to hang up on Booster Gold. (laughs) Like that's the only moment where I felt like these characters were in sync, like in sync. And not when I say in sync, not like, um, like not like they agree. Yeah. More like they're they're in the same movie. <laughs> like it felt I mean, at times like Batman was in a different movie, and I'm and we, yeah, and I'm like, what is? And like I like some of it. Some of it was funny. There was that bits where he was, but it just it was it was weird scenes. Like, do you remember the start of that movie? Mm-hmm. He meets up with that other detective guy yeah um and they go and do an investigation mm. this just a little side mission while dick's fucking harley yeah uh or harley's fucking dick was probably the more accurate way that went down sure um yeah so and it's just this weird bit where batman like find like there, there's that like if batman finds a clue that no one else there could Mm-mm. and it's a clue they should have found um and it's, it just, and it, like, it kind of worked, but it didn't pay off in any way. Um, oh, it kind of paid off at the end, I suppose, because they had the soldiers come. But then that didn't matter at all. You, he, they could have gone without the soldiers because they just set the guy on fire anyway. <laughs> yeah, the ending really does sort of leave a sour taste in your mouth in this film. But I mean, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with, with that opening scene. I mean, it's fine. Like it's fine. Like I, the my. My, the problems came up when Harley Quinn showed up for me. Have you seen any Batman Brave and the Bold? Yes, I don't like it. Yeah, see, I like it. I know, yeah, sure. Because, well, because I, I think it's a, an interesting, just sort of my first introduction to DC 
sort of show. It's not meant to be taken seriously in any way, or or even as a good representation of those characters. But it gives you enough of an idea that when you see them done well later on, you can go, oh, okay, I recognise all these things and these characters feel familiar to me now. I know a lot of people like Brave and the Bold. And look, I don't actively dislike it. I've only seen a handful of episodes. Mm. But nothing about it makes me want to watch it. Well, because it's not a story. It's not a big overarching anything. But I it's think that's all the... about the interactions between Batman and the rest of the DC universe. Yeah. And there's a lot of Aquaman. And he's very ha chums the whole time, and it's amazing. I think, though... I think of the best example, though, to kind of bring <laughs> bring Batman and comedy around is the Lego Batman movie. Well, because that has all these interactions mm. with Batman and everyone else. That is what the movie's built on. But it's also built on a... It's built on good character it's just it, the characters in that are really fucking good and unique and you know what their deal is and mm. there's a story see where where i would say that brave and the bold does it better i mean again we're talking short form to long form here so it's all those issues um but like when when batman is at the fortress of solitude with superman and, and yeah. everybody you get nothing of the characterization of any member of the Justice League in that scene. Admittedly, it is only one scene, so there's yep. not a whole lot of time to fill that in. But, like, that that's something that, like, what's the point of having these people here besides to just make reference to them if they're not going to add anything about their character to this scene? Okay, here's the counter-argument, though. That scene's purpose is to show Batman that he isn't included in the Justice League. Yeah, it's about him, not about It's about him, the not League. about them. So yeah. they, they're they there purely to serve the fact that everyone's there but Batman. Yeah, yeah. And that's... That's, that's a... why that scene focuses entirely on Batman's perspective of the scene, mm. rather than getting introduced to every mm. and I'm Justice not saying League it's a, member. I'm not saying it's a bad scene. But it, yeah, you're right. It has a completely different purpose to a lot of these other things. And I think that the purpose of Batman and Harley Quinn, bringing it back to the actual topic, at topic hand. Yeah. Uh, is, is, is setting up these character dynamics. And I, I think it is meant to be exploring this dissonance between what Harley Quinn wants and what she needs. And, and it's also exploring... Uh, how repressed Batman is and and how he lets that out how he copes as Batman even though he's Batman and and it's by getting violent I think the problem for me is Harley Quinn didn't seem that crazy because everyone in that movie like everyone there was everyone did a crazy thing like something stupid or was dumb or something. Did they? Yeah, but like like I said, that guy who was like, it's just a leaf, and it's obviously not a fucking just a leaf. You yeah. look at it, and what, you have what was crazy about that. Well, because he's just, he's an idiot. So it's like it's not it, if everyone you could have made it. You, the comedy could have been brought out of again Harley Quinn playing off a really straight world, mm. but the world was a little bit too weird for that to mm-hmm. quite work because the villains are weird 
Batman and Nightwing, yeah, they're fine, but Nightwing's a bit... Like, they're both a bit weird. Like, they both have little moments where I'm like, that didn't feel quite like that character. Um, mm. See, I don't know. I, I'd like... I, I think I see what you mean in, like, in that there are times when they both get quippy and they get... It, it almost feels like it's the same issue people complain about with, like... Avengers movies, yeah, that like throughout the the solo movies, these characters are relatively serious, and then all of a sudden it's Avengers time, so they've got to be saying one liners all the time. Yeah, and that's Joss Whedon's fault, but mm. <laughs> but like that, that's what he was gotten on to do. Yeah, and it was fine in Avengers. Age of Ultron had problems. Mm. Well, Admittedly, I'd, I'd argue the, some of the writing's better in Age of Ultron, but Age of Ultron was a mess. What well, for? A, like some of the like dialogue was better, mm. if that's what you're referring to specifically. Yeah, I mean, like the whole thing with like. Um, and there's a couple of great scenes in that movie. Yeah. But they're all stitched together in horrible ways. Yeah, yeah, but like the one line is said by um, said by Ultron, and their their banter at the start of the movie and the the scene at the. Um, at Avengers Tower at the party. Yeah. All of that was written way better than some of the interactions in Avengers. I, I agree. Just um, the rest of the movie was then bad. And what, and then, like, the, the issue, like, again with Harley Quinn and Batman, like, you're right, there is a lot of dumb in this film. Yeah. And it's just not meant to be taken seriously. Um, but I don't think that... I don't think that necessarily means that it fails in its attempt... The thing is, if that if its attempt was to be dumb, though, it's fine. I just don't like watching dumb. I think that... I th- I, th- I think you do. I don't. I, I think you have enjoyed watching dumb in the past. I have, yes, all right, I have. But in this case, I think when you're doing a funny Batman, I prefer clever. I prefer the Lego Batman. Because while that has some dumb in it, it's mostly clever referential humour. See, I, I would say that the Lego Batman movie, the main difference here is the Lego Batman movie advertised itself as dumb. Yes. Started well, dumb and stayed dumb the whole way through. This, this is a flip-flop between serious and dumb. Yeah, which makes it inconsistent. And you saw... You had it in your head that it wasn't a dumb film well, first. Well, the, the poster alone, just mm. looking at the poster, you wouldn't think it was a dumb movie. Yeah. Even the description doesn't make you think that. Mm. The thing with the, You're right. The thing with the Lego Batman movie is it starts out by going, this is a Lego movie. Mm. Like, that alone already puts it in the dumb camp, so you're ready for it. You're probably mm. right about that. Like, I but I that, think you're also right that it flip-flops between dumb and serious. It doesn't balance it as well. Yeah, it, it well, Lego Batman. It does. really needed to make it even, and ba- but the thing is, the Lego Batman movie doesn't flip flop between dumb and serious as no. much as you think. It leans because... way to it leans way on the side of dumb. Yeah, and even the serious scenes are fun, dumb jokes. Because you they... have the scene with him alone in the Wayne Mansion, which mm. is sad. Yeah. But he's in a pool eating lobster, and there's a fucking dolphin jumping over him. Mm. It's a nice contrast. Of dumb and serious. Yeah. This film didn't really focus on contrast, it focused on blending dumb and serious together. Well, it didn't even do that, though. Like, the blend, I think, is more important, because with this movie, I felt like the dumb and the dumb and serious just flip-flop from scene to scene. The best... Um, Because you have that serious scene with 
Nightwing and mm. Harley Quinn fighting. That's quite a serious scene mm. for the most part. There are some quips there that make some quips at each other, mm. but they're fucking getting hit with bricks and shit. Mm. And then in the next scene, they fuck. Yeah. Like, well, it's a... And, and which would be fine if it f- if anything else in the movie was consistent, but it's not. There's so much up and down in the movie. Yeah, and look, I think that, like, the best metaphor I can come up with, right? Yeah. Is that Lego Batman is, like, chock chip ice cream. It's largely just dumb. Yeah. But with little bits of serious in there, and the contrasting flavours complement each other. Yeah. Batman and Harley Quinn is like getting a scoop of vanilla ice cream and a scoop of chocolate ice cream and just, just fucking whirling that shit and going, well, this has just made both of these things worse. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And I, I totally see where you're coming from in that. Your metaphor falls down only that vanilla and chocolate ice cream mixed together is delicious. <laughs> but you see what I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not using one thing to complement the other. It's just using both Even things Even though in once. your example, those two things complement each other. Yes, all right, fine. If you, if you want to... The Lego Batman movie is taking chocolate ice cream and vanilla ice cream and mixing them together. Batman and Harley Quinn is taking vanilla ice cream and tomato sauce and mixing that together. Fixing metaphor, Cal. That's a shit metaphor. <laughs> the whole point was that we're using the same ingredients, but in different proportions and in different ways, they interact differently. Are you saying is- cookies are the same as ice cream? What? You use I said cookie. choc chip. Oh, I thought you assumed... Ch- I assumed choc chip cookie. No, I meant like pieces of chocolate in pieces of vanilla. But that, this is not <laughs> what we should be talking about. <laughs> My point is, I went in going... It's going to be another serious Batman movie. I've psyched myself up for that. And then when it was dumb, I was like, ha, I'm pleasantly surprised that I don't, that it's yeah, dumb is, and easy to is, digest. This yeah. is just a different reaction because yeah. I went in expecting a serious Batman movie with mm. the, you know, um, and then it was dumb and I was like, for fuck's sake, mm. was so, my reaction. Well, cause yeah, like the, oh no, it was more, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. See, like, I think I, I said those exact words. I was expecting it to be dumb. Well, yeah. n- like, not dumb, but I was like, the whole point of Harley Quinn, like, her whole aesthetic is cartoon character, is over-the-top crazy shit. So when they use that... When, when they sort of almost ease you into Batman doing crazy shit... Yeah. ...via Harley Quinn, like, that, that worked really well for me. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> point is yeah. tell us tell us what you think audience yeah tweet us at tweet us at video shop pod I am genuinely sorry we didn't do Steven Universe this week I, I did, did try know. look man I his watched his face is he's just lying to you we were audience. way more behind than I, I was way more behind <laughs> than I thought I watched three episodes last night I watched three episodes this morning before I went to uni I came back we watched another three episodes hmm. and we were going to finish it and then the last but the last one was 44 minutes so it was going to take go us home. like an hour and a half and I've got to go home yeah, yeah. He's, Cal's got to has got to go home and we already missed a week so we were like we're not fucking missing another week we'll yeah. do something and I watched this the other day yeah so. but we should do an animated Batman movie one at some point yeah I'm down because um, so, I did I mean, re- recently well, rewatch Red Hood but did, did you end up watching um, The Death of Superman I didn't. I watched this instead. 
Right. Well, because when we talked about this the first time we were going to do this as an episode, I was saying you should do that and Death of Superman because I've, I've just watched both of those. Yeah. And we can... Yeah, that's that right. Out. You did. Yeah. But, like, we'll, we'll come back to that because I, I think doing a catch-up on the new 52 animated canon would be... Yep. Would be good with all, like, yeah. I agree. Sure we've watched all those movies. I agree. Um... Oh, fuck, we can't do Steven Universe next week. Why not? Captain Marvel's out. We'll do two. Actually, we did miss a week. We'll do two. We'll do two. We'll do Steven Universe and we'll do Captain Marvel. Because Captain Marvel will be a piece of piss. It's another Marvel movie. Hey, the internet said some dumb things about it. Yeah, not not talking about it. (laughs) We're not talking about the politics of that movie at all. So Um, don't expect it. Yeah, so we'll have to find a... Are we going to see that on the weekend? It's a long weekend. Oh, yeah, cool, because we were going to go... See Bob about the other thing. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Off topic, off podcast conversation. You gotta see a man about a dog. You gotta see a Bob about a show. Anyway. A Bob about a pod? You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, anything an, 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 you wanna say before we wrap this, this puppy up in cellophane and throw it off a bridge? Jesus. <laughs> Man. And watch the life drain out of its little puppy eyes. Why? <laughs> Why? Why are you like this? See you, nerds? Mm, yeah, see you, nerds.